Hi, you're listening to Ready to Scale, the second season of That Really Happened. This season is focused on APS of real estate, asset, process, and strategy. Each guest on the show will reveal the assets they're investing and why they chose to do so. From multifamily to industrial, self-storage, mobile home parks, and more. Then, they'll uncover the processes, tools, and systems they've used to build multi-million dollar businesses. And finally, they'll uncover new, unique, and exciting strategies to invest in real estate. From co-working to buy and hold, fix and flips, co-living, and much, much more. Now let's get the show started. Hello, hello. Welcome to Ready to Scale. I'm Ellie Perlman, your host, broadcasting from sunny California. When I'm not behind the mic, you know it, I buy multifamily properties with passive investors who partner with me on my deals, just like this deal, Element 41. This is a deal that I'm actively accepting investors to. It's a 494 units in Marietta, just right outside of Atlanta. And it's a grade B property. We anticipate between 7 and 9% cash on cash, depending on the investor share class that you choose, and about 14% IRR. It's a beautiful, beautiful property, very solid performance during COVID, and it's a very conservative deal. I also invest my money in this deal. So of course, if I'm telling you about this here on social media, then it means that this is a 506C raise. This is only open to accredited investors. And if you want to learn more about the deal, go to my website or email me to Ellie, which is E-L-L-I-E. So Ellie at bluelake-capital.com. We're also going to drop this information in the show notes if you're listening to this on iTunes. So this is not an offer to sell securities. I'm not a registered investment advisor and every investment has some risk. So before you do anything, please consult your investment advisor, CPA, lawyer, etc. Okay, so let's get to it. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how Trump's executive orders actually impacting real estate and what I see it does in the market and what it does to my properties as well. I've always been transparent with you guys. I've you know, been telling you what's going on with my properties, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And one of the actually good is what's happening thanks to Trump's executive orders. Now, they're not perfect, but they definitely help when it comes to you know collecting rents and making sure that actually the properties are profitable so the first thing that trump did and you know you can say a lot of things about him i'm not going to get into politics at all but the last four executive orders or technically it's one executive order and three memorandums, if I'm not mistaken. He signed it on August 8th. The first one is basically extending unemployment benefits. And I probably don't need to explain to you why this is good for multifamily. So the executive order extended unemployment benefits and it allowed unemployed you know, people and tenants to receive a weekly payment of $400. You know, that's kind of a cut of $200 from the $600 it was before but it's still extending it to $400 a week. Of course, this is great for multifamily. And it's great for multifamily because, you know, that makes sure that people can pay their rent, they can pay, you know, some of their expenses. So I think that class A and B are going to benefit the most out of, you know, this executive order 
because most likely their tenants are qualifying for unemployment. Now, I actually think that class C and D are going to be impacted least from it because class C and D tend to have undocumented immigrants. They tend to have people who don't fall into the category of an actual W-2 employee. And so class C and D, you know, may benefit from it, but because they have a tenant base that isn't necessarily documented, sometimes not always the generalization, but you have people that might not have been working for a while now. So I believe that they are going to benefit the extension of the unemployment benefit, but not as much as class B and C properties. And so that's the first part of the change, you know, the executive orders. So that's one thing. And obviously we see it on our properties. We see a lot more people that feel comfortable, you know, they keep paying rents and now they have a little bit even more money than they had before COVID. And there's not much to do outside of your apartment. A lot of restaurants are closed or kind of, you know, in limited capacity, they can't fly anywhere. So you have less distractions and less temptations to spend your salary. So that's why we actually were able to collect between 93 and 99% of rents. So extending the unemployment benefit is definitely helpful. Now, the second part is eviction moratorium that was not extended. And I have to say that that's the part that made me more concerned before, you know, when we didn't just know if the eviction moratorium is going to be extended. I actually assumed that it would be. So that came as a surprise to me because now that the eviction moratorium is not extended, at least on a federal level, then it means that as a landlord, you can evict tenants. Now, whether you want to do it during COVID, that's up to you. And maybe you can choose to evict some of them and not all of them, but you do have to treat everyone the same way. But generally speaking, this is a good thing because even if you're not intending to actually evict tenants, just sending them the eviction notice, which you couldn't even do that beforehand, that sends the right message meaning your protection is not as good as it was. You have to come and pay your rent. And I said that on another episode we actually posted about, you know, three weeks ago when the eviction moratorium has officially expired, our property managers sent out letters to those who were behind their rent and said, hey, eviction moratorium is over. You have 30 days to pay or you might, you know, you have to leave. And a lot of them came to the office and some of them made full payments and some of them even, even made partially payments. So you can, you see, some people can still not pay because they don't have a job, but they have unemployment benefits, so they can pay. And some of them just chose not to because they were taking advantage of the situation. And that notice that eviction moratorium is over, that actually sends the right message. And we were able to collect more after we sent tenants those notices. Now, we could do that in some markets and not in others. So in Florida, the state eviction moratorium has extended. So by a month or two months, it's not really clear. In Georgia, it hasn't. So every state has its own rules. And obviously, you have to know the rules before you send any notice to evict anyone because you want to make sure that you, you know, you obey by the rules and regulations and the laws and you're not doing anything illegal. The third part was renter's assistance. So I read this executive order a few times and you can go to you know if you can go to google and you can find the exact language there 
And it, it was really, you know, it wasn't clear. The intentions were good, but there was no actual step that anyone is going to take. Basically what Trump said, he said the secretary of the treasury and the secretary of housing and urban development, they were instructed to identify federal funds to provide financial assistance to renters and homeowners. He's basically, you know, saying, I want to help people pay their rents. I want to help homeowners pay their mortgage. I don't want mass evictions. There was no actual steps, more actual protections. He's telling the Secretary of the Treasury and the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, he's basically telling them, you need to identify federal funds and allocate to help tenants pay their rents and to help homeowners pay their mortgages. So it's unclear what's going to happen there. It's unclear if they're going to do it and if so, to what extent. So I would say this is not a very solid executive order like the previous ones. You know, unemployment benefits started right away. Eviction moratorium has not extended. And so it was unclear to me why renter's assistance was even there because it doesn't have any teeth. And the last part is, you know, the extension of student loan payment relief. So students are obviously, at least some of them, struggling to pay their student loans. So right now there's a deferral that Trump basically extended and he basically allowing them to get loan deferral until the end of the year. And he's waiving the interest payments until the end of the year. So that's also good news because it helps students basically pay their rents if you have any students, you know, that live on your property. So basically hitting the pause button on the loan payments is definitely a good thing because it means that they have more available cash flow to pay or maybe not cash flow, more available money to pay for rent. So, you know, just to sum up, I think that the extension of unemployment benefits it's a positive thing, even though some states are pushing back. The fact that the eviction moratorium basically expired, it's also good. So even if you are not willing to evict tenants, the fact that they know that they, they don't have this protection anymore, that will bring those who can pay to you and say, okay, don't evict me. Here's you know my two or three months of rent that I was behind. Just I want to stay here. The other one's renter's assistance, kind of, I would say pretty vague. I didn't see any benefit from that. And of course, extension of student loan, the uh, payment relief, that's a good thing, even though it's not going to impact your properties as much as the eviction moratorium expiration and the unemployment benefits extension. So that's what I have for you today. You know, I think it's pretty straightforward, you know, understanding how the executive orders are impacting real estate. So far, the impact is positive and we do see how it actually helps our tenants pay their rents. And of course, I don't think for class C and D, it's that helpful, but it definitely helps. But I think we feel it more on our class B assets and that's what we focus on. That's basically what we own. So that's it for today. I hope that I provided some value to you. Be bold, stay safe, and I'll see you on the next episode.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.